Welcome to all those happy singles, not so happy singles, and everyone else that happens to be listening to this podcast. This is Happy and Single, and I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram and follow me at the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode five. And today's episode is going to focus on the question What do you truly want? Now, this is an exploration about being single, but I'm just going to assume for the sake of most, most of my, the listeners on this podcast that you actually, if you found the right person, you would trade singlehood for being married to that person. And so one of the things we're going to explore in this is dating. And as I think about dating, I think, so many people don't really think about what they want. I, I worked with, with a successful musician as a client, and she didn't feel that she'd be able to get the type of person that she wanted. And all we started doing in the first time was just playing around in possibility. Playing around in the possibility that she could think of getting what she wanted. And... Two months later, she met an amazing man that she was super happy with. And about I worked with her for about a year, and right about that time, they got married. And, and I have this analogy that I, I, I call it the, the pizza shop analogy. And, and, maybe, and maybe you'll hear yourself in this analogy. I want you to imagine... That you walk into a pizza shop and you tell the person behind the counter, I'd like a pizza. And they're like, uh, duh, you're in a pizza shop. And, and then they ask you, what do you want on it? I don't know. Just kill crust, cheese, sauce, and then surprise me. Surprise you? Why do you want me to surprise you? And we're like, ah, whatever. Just surprise me. It doesn't matter. And and so they go back behind their little pizza shop and they make you this they make you this pizza with everything that you said you wanted on it. And they bring it out and and they're super excited. They're like, oh, I did this, I did this for you. And you they set the pizza in front of you and, and you can just smell, like it just smells awful. It just smells it just smells terrible. And you look at the pizza, and it's got your cheese, it's got your crust, it's got your sauce, but it's also got anchovies, and it's also got fish heads, and it's also got like, I don't know, just, it would, it lots, it's got lots of stuff on it that you don't like. And there might be one thing on there you like. Let's, let's say there's pepperoni, but on top of that, there's anchovies and, and fish heads and any other strange thing that you could think of in a different country that they might put on a pizza that you'd be like, what? And you look at them and they're like, they're like, that's going to be, you know, 20 bucks. And you're like, I'm not paying for this. What? But I, I did what you said. I, I made you a pizza and you said to surprise you. And I surprised you. But, but I didn't want that. I wanted you to surprise me the way I wanted to be surprised. What, 
How often do we do that in dating? We, we basically go around we, and people ask us, what are you looking for? And sometimes we even tell them, like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for this. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking for a girl with this color of hair. I'm looking for a girl with these characteristics. And, and we even get super specific. And then sometimes people will say, well, you can't be that picky. What? They, they told you. They asked you what you're looking for and what you wanted. And you tell them. And then they tell you, ah, oh, you can't be too picky. You can't actually know what you want. I don't know. And one, one thought I had about that is because when they got married, they didn't think they got everything they wanted. So we go about it these two different ways. We can either have a list and then some people choose to judge us. I have, I have been called picky on so many times. I don't care. Yes, I get to choose. And so do you. Now, I think there's a middle ground. Like, yeah, you could go out and you could fill up volumes and volumes of books and journals with everything you're looking for. And if you get that specific, hey, who knows? You might find it. Ironically, the times that I do give like actual advice to some people, um, especially when it's not asked for, sometimes it actually... They don't do it and actually works out better for them. <laughs> you know, as a coach, I really just facilitate exploration. And that's where I'm at my best. Not telling people what they got to do with their lives. But if you, if you have no idea what you're looking for and you keep going to God and saying, surprise me, and he does. He's, I, I think in a lot of ways, God is very, very... Um, Realistic, in some sense. You know, I have, I have a friend, and hopefully he doesn't care me sharing the story, but you know, he went on a cruise ship, and, and what he, he basically prayed that he'd find people, of his girls of his faith, to hang out with. Or actually, first of all, I think he prayed for attractive girls to hang out with, and he found them. Now, they weren't of his faith, and you know, nothing was really going to happen there. And then the second day, he prayed to, to find girls of his faith that you know, he found that he wasn't very attracted to. And I think the cruise ship was only just a few days long. And he's like, man, I should have prayed for both on the same day. Well, one thing that I've noticed lately in the scripture is this principle of just asking you shall receive. But I found in my life, the more specifically I ask, the better I can be led to an answer. Like, that's how it works. That's, that is how it works. The more specific we get about what we want, the better our chances of are finding it. Now, our, like, I mean, it's the same, like, the, the pizza shop analogy, I know it seems ridiculous, but that's what we do. Instead of walking in and saying, you know what, I like this, I like this, I like this. I think we're almost expecting the person behind the counter to judge us. Oh my goodness. How dare, how dare you want a person that's in shape similar to you? That's just unfair. That is so judgmental and rude. I don't think so. 
I think we get like the people we're often going to be happiest with are the people that are most similar to us. You know, at least with the girls that I've really, really connected with, and there's been like very, 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 very few. That's just, I don't know, we're, we're all built differently. And I, I happen to be reading something. I, I love stuff about personality types, and I'm a fan of Myers-Briggs, if you know what that is. And it said my particular type, just like, you know, what you, like even this little report I read last night that a friend sent me, it just said, hey, you know what you're looking for? People are going to think you're picky. Like, that's what it said in the report. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Who cares? Who cares if people judge your choices? Has it really gotten you very far in the past by letting other people dictate your choices? I know it hasn't for me. Ask for what you want. The other thought that occurs is the more you search for something, the more you find it. Like, you know, the often used analogy of, you know, if you were to get a brand new car, you would see that car everywhere. Well, because that's not what you're looking for. That's what you're used to. But I've at least found, well, a cool example. And I'm staring at my computer as I'm recording this. And, you know, that was a, a super cool example. A few months before I started looking for a computer, I didn't know exactly what I wanted, but I had an idea. Like I knew I run a lot of high-end programs on my computer with graphic software and editing and stuff like that. And so I knew it had to be a, a pretty strong like gaming computer. But I didn't know above like anything beyond that. And it didn't necessarily have to be a gaming computer. It just had to have pretty strong specs. And so I had kind of an idea of a little bit what I was looking for. And then one day I just woke up a couple months after I'd started looking and I just had this impression, insight, revelation, whatever you guys want to call it that I should just check out computers. And that very day, Costco had to come out with this computer that was just incredible. And it was so much like what I didn't know I needed that I had to take a little bit of time and just think about it. But by that very night, that computer was had sold out and I hadn't made my decision. And fortunately, the next day, I was kind of freaking out. Not freaking out, freaking out, but just like kind of annoyed. Like, oh man, I should have listened to that inner voice in my head. And well, finally, the next day, you know, the inner voice got through to me and said, like, hey, why don't you just call the store? They might have some in the store that they didn't have online. And I did. And I got the computer and, and it's been amazing. But I think that's how it works. Like we start looking in a direction and we're going to have a better chance of seeing. And like the longer you stay up at the top of the mountain looking for stuff, the longer you're going to stay, see cool stuff. You know, I went, my buddy, he got married up in Utah like six months ago. And we went to this place called the Canyons, which I'd heard it was amazing, but I'd never been there for myself. And we went snowboarding there and it was incredible. Everywhere I looked, I just saw magnificence. I just saw these gorgeous, gorgeous views. I went in a place that I thought I, like, you know, like, that I thought I might find something like that. That's not exactly what I wanted to say, but like, when the longer we're looking at the view, the more the more we're going to see cool stuff. The longer you're looking for what you th like, the longer you're looking in the direction of what you want, the lot better chances you have for finding it. <laughs>
you know, one of my mentors kind of explained it to me this way. is like, Joseph, if you, if you look out my window um, long enough, eventually you're going to see a golden finch. And it was kind of peculiar. And he's like, and I'm like, what? He's like, well, Joseph, that there's a golden finch that lives. Like if I look out my window, there's a golden finch that lives there. That's how it works. The longer you look in the direction of what you truly want, the better odds you have of finding it. Now, now coming back, are you going to get everything on your list? No. But are you going to get a much better, like much closer to your list? If you have an idea of what you're looking for, I think so. And if people want to call you picky, if people want to say like you're being judgmental, you're shooting too high, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? I really have. I've been called picky by so many people. And uh, it's okay. It doesn't matter. You get to choose your life. You get to choose your spouse. And one of my religious leaders, I think it was Thomas S. Monson, he's since passed away. But he said, choose your love and love your choice. It is nobody's business whatsoever who you choose to marry. But the better you know what you're looking for, and the, and the more you... Like... I think there's very human nature in wanting to be with a partner. Like, I think that's, you know, super important. But I think sometimes we put so much pressure on it. There's a scene with, in Meet the Parents, with Ben Stiller's character, where they ask him if he burned down this gazebo. And his response was, you put so much gosh darn lacquer on it that was an accident waiting to happen. That's what we do. That's what we do when we let other people make our decisions for us. Now, unless you live in a country where arranged marriage is a thing, then it's not a thing. People could set you up. You can turn them down. And you don't have to feel bad. I know some people may not like what I'm going to say next. But I really do say it from a place of kindness. I think each of us has a pretty good general idea of the attractiveness that we're looking for and the connection that we're looking for. Because of what I do for a profession and what I, and, and even just certain like gifts that I feel that I have, I know very quickly if I'm interested. And for a long time, that wasn't okay. And I had people that were well meaning people that said, hey, will you take this person out? And they really just wanted somebody to go out with. Now, there might be some people that enjoy those type of dates. But I don't. I mean, goodness, I'm, I'm 36 years old. Unless somebody's going to be really super fun and awesome, I don't want to go on that date. For a while, I'd go on these dates that I felt pressured into. 
because as somebody once quoted, like, you know, everybody deserves a chance. Everybody deserves a chance to go get ice cream with, you know, a good person. I don't agree with that anymore. Because I wasn't loving it. And if I'm not loving it, then it's probably not that great of an experience for them either, because people can feel that. Nobody wants to be on that date. I don't want to be on that date. I never, ever, ever, ever want to be on a date with somebody that doesn't want to be on a date with me. And that just comes back to like, we all, our inner voice all somewhat knows what we truly want. There's that connection. I, I kind of was thinking about it recently. Like, just being honest, there's not that many girls that just strike me. I liken it to almost being struck like a bolt of lightning. Now, keep in mind, everybody is different. I'm not saying this is how it is for you. All I can share with you is my experience, especially because you're not here to talk to me. Or at least to talk back. Like, I, that's how I liken it. I, I want that feeling. I, I want it to be that feeling that it feels like there's that connection that you almost just have to explore a little bit. Or you at least wonder a little bit about it. That's, that's how I want it to be. That's how it's been for me in my life, for the most part. I mean, to be very honest, the, uh, the, the girl that I've mentioned before that I was engaged to, there wasn't that. That was one of those pressure situations where I was literally, this is going to sound hilarious, but I was, I, was in a, I was in a wedding shop. We were shopping for my sister's wedding dress. I just, we were in the mall. I just happened to be there. It wasn't like I'd actually just go. I don't know if that makes me a bad person, but that's not really my cup of tea. So I just kind of sat there. And my, and uh, my, one of my relative's spouses, you know, just happened to uh, see this girl and basically he invited her to my cousin's wedding reception. Like, oh, it was crazy. And he's like, okay, well, you can either go on a date with her there or she's just going to show up. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is crazy. Who writes this stuff? Well, you wonder where the crazy scenarios from the movies come? Like, this is where they come from. Now, my relative is no longer with this person anymore. But it led to like a nine-month relationship that really wasn't, like, there was no spark. It wasn't there. It was just nice to have somebody around. It was fun. I can talk to people for hours, if you haven't noticed. And it was fun to have somebody around to talk to. But I felt pressured into that situation, and look where it got me. It cost me nine months. Now, I got some cool experiences through that. And I actually learned a lot of what a connection is not. And there was a lot of, I don't want to call it fighting, but it's not really fight or like yell. But there was a lot of conversations that I just did not want a part of. Anyways, like, I share that with you guys, because if you don't know what you want... You're not going to find it. Or you may settle for something. And I don't say, and, and I say settle in a bad way. Like none of us are going to get every single thing on our list. But I think we should have that feeling like we won the lottery when we get that person. Like, whoa, where did you come from? That's just Joseph talking. 
And, you know, it's like a quote. I'm pretty sure it comes from elsewhere, but it's also in Hamilton. He's like, it's like, Burr, if, if you don't stand for something, what will you fall for? If you don't know what you're looking for, what will you fall for? Seriously. I'm telling you, there will be everyone in their dog telling you that you should be their person or that somebody else is your person. I have had that experience in a, in, you know, a place we call uh, temples, which you know, is a very you know, place where we can be at peace and feel the spirit and a lot of cool stuff happens there. I've had the experience there where somebody walked up to me and pointed and, like, and said, that other person's your wife. And I was like, what? I'm not interested in that person. I don't find that person attractive. And I go by that inner voice or the spirit or whatever you guys can call it for yourselves in most of my decisions in life. And it wasn't saying anything. Like there was nothing on that except like, why is this guy saying this? If you don't know who you are, you're going to fall for anything. And if you don't know what you're looking for, then you're just going to take whatever comes. You know, I, had a, I, I, I know an individual that I was close to that he happened to get married then he's like, Joseph, I, I wish I would have taken more time. Now he went on to create an amazingly happily marriage after that. It's like that choose your love, love your choice. Any two people can make it work. There's an often quoted quote in, our, uh, in, in my culture that says any two people can make it work. But there's a much less often quote before that that says, do everything in your power to find the most compatible match for you. And I like that one better. Do everything in your power to find your most compatible match for you. Stop worrying about what everyone else says. A lot of people are just trying to do the best they can anyways. And a lot of the great advice that they share with you, they're going to forget like an hour later. So maybe you should too. One thing I've found in my life is the less advice that I look for, the more that that inner voice is able to speak to me. There are so many different people out there. And, and just because you don't, you're not attracted to one particular type of people, that's okay. There, people, I, I mean... Especially for girls, I've heard when people are talking to them, it's like, oh, well, you're too fat. And then they can get to the point that they're too skinny also. So there's like this fine line that supposedly society is telling you you have to walk. You don't have to walk it. And also the other thought I had on that line is years ago... It was, and in different cultures, and there might be cultures even today that men prefer larger women. But especially years ago, because from what I understand, if a woman was big, then she'd be able to birth children a lot easier. So, like, we make all these things up about, like, well, I can't want this, I can't want this. Yes, you can. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a quote, I think it's in a, 
it's in a recent country song, but it basically says like, you love who you love. And that's nothing you should ever be ashamed of. If there's a certain particular type of group that you enjoy, awesome. Now, if you haven't ever sat down and thought about what you wanted, even just getting a brief idea of what you wanted, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I think we learn by inquiry, which is asking questions, but also by experience. Now, I love the example, <clears throat> basically, in the scriptures, like Adam and Eve, they, they could never know the good unless they knew the bad. Up, up before that point, their life was just kind of, eh, whatever, because they didn't know any different. I am so grateful for the experiences I've had in my life that have taught me what I've wanted. Never be afraid to want what you want. Because I can promise you of one thing, there will be plenty of people that tell you you can't have it. So what do you want? What is it that that you want and you're seeking for in your ideal spouse. I know in some cultures they believe in death do us part, and in in my my particular culture and faith, we believe that marriage is forever. And so talk about the pressure, right? Like if you think it's pressure for life, I mean it, like pressure for eternity. And that's why I think it's so important. As another meme that's popped up plenty of times on Facebook, it says, don't rustle, don't rustle, <laughs> don't rustle. <laughs> that's funny. I'm just going to go with it. Don't, don't rustle. Like, don't rush and don't settle. What you were waiting for is out there. Now, I have to tell you, you're not going to get everything you want. Even in the girls that have struck me the most in my life, there have been things that I had wanted or I had thought I'd want, well, that I did, that I wanted, that, that, that those particular pe girls didn't have. Well, that's okay. If, if, if I, a good portion of that person is what you're looking for, I'd say you're doing pretty well. And if some of the main things that are really important are there, like a couple that I, th I think are super important is, you know, if, if you're religious and spiritual, like th the other person is as well. I think that's important. Because otherwise it's like two people in the same, in a rowboat, one rowing one way and re one rowing the other way and just going in circles. So, I mean, I, I'm not saying it, like, it, it absolutely can work with people of, you know, that aren't of whatever faith that you are of, or, or of no faith. But I'm just saying that there's a couple of those things that are somewhat important, depending on how important they are to you. And so, I want to invite you, well, let me, let me back up a step and just say a little bit more on this of... 
I personally believe that, at least for me, the person that I be, that I marry will almost fit like two opposing hands. Like they're fairly similar, but they also have the opposing thumbs. That's really kind of how I see it. And with the girls that have struck me the most, like that quick lightning bolt, it's been that. So no, you are not going to get everything on your list. But you're going to get a lot closer. It's, it's almost like somebody saying, you know, I really, really want to live in, you know, the middle of New York City. Well, do they literally mean the exact point, the dead center point of New York City? No. They mean a large area of about five miles. Like, but I'd say New York City is pretty specific. Now, there's some might say, hey, I want to live on this particular side of this river or with a view of the Statue of Liberty. Well, they're going to have a little bit smaller of an area to search. So what I want to invite you guys to do is simply ask the question, what do I truly want in a relationship? And get as detailed as you want and detailed as you can. Because it's almost like you're creating a, a character in a storybook. The more you think about that character, the more specific and the more life that character creates. And if that character becomes so alive that you can almost taste it, it might just appear in your life. Like, it's like the Ghostbusters, for example. One of the Ghostbusters, I can't recall which one, but he has a thought and he thinks of this giant, giant marshmallow man. The jiggly, the stay, the stay puff marshmallow man. And all of a sudden, this giant Stay Puff Marshmallow Man is in front of him. Do I believe that it happens that quickly? Yes and no. There have been days, I remember one, that I did kind of a list of what I was looking for. And it was either that night or a few nights later that I, I met this awesome girl. That when we hung out, we hung out a few times. And we had a really good time together, and then I realized it wasn't there. But maybe if I'd never even written the list of what I was looking for, I might never have noticed her. If you don't know what you're looking for, it's going to be a little bit harder to find. And then if something strikes you like a bolt of lightning, hey, maybe it's something to explore. And just because you have a list doesn't mean that you can't date girls not on that list. I mean, that seems kind of a little bit ridiculous, but sometimes that's probably how we think. Well, she doesn't have... I mean, for a long time, I was, I, I was into girls that had blonde hair. And then after a while, I shifted to mostly girls that had dark hair. Like, it's okay. And, and then every now and then there's a, a girl that's blonde that still strikes me. 
You're human. Get out there, experience life. But you don't have to say yes to the things that you don't want to say yes to. It's okay to say no. No actually prevents you from getting into a lot of situations that are just awkward. When you know what you want, I think you have a little bit more courage to just say no. It's like this, you know, one time I, you know, a friend set me up on a date and, and it, he wanted me to take this girl out and I did. And after, and after we just had lunch, like I knew there was nothing there. And she kind of shared with me like how she wanted to hang out and she'd like to kind of see each other again. And I'm like, that's, I'm sorry. It's just not there for me. Now, some people are going to say that's super harsh. I should have given her a chance. It's like, you don't have to. If you know what you like and it's not what you like, then it's okay to say no. Don't live your entire life living someone else's life. You get to make your choice. So here's what I want to invite you guys to do over the next however long it takes you because this is a podcast. I want to invite you to make make three lists. And I first got this exercise from Tony Robbins, and I have no idea who he took it from. So, but it basically says, make the first list the maid of your dreams, the absolute person of your dreams. You know, what they're like, what they do, what talents, what attributes, what what you guys do together and you can be as detailed and specific as you want but you can be as specific or detailed as you want there's no right answers and the second list i want you to make is a made of your nightmares like all of the things especially if you've previously been married you have a lot of experience of what you don't want and that's valuable too so write down those things like hey i cannot be with someone that blank 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 And then make a third list of everything that you would need to become in order to attract the first. As I say often on this program, your only job is to make yourself as attractive as possible. That's all you can do. Make yourself as attractive as possible in your physical shape, in your mental shape, in your social shape, in your financial shape. That's all you got. And the sooner you understand that that's all you can do, all these other lists are just to get an idea for yourself. That's what questions really do. They focus us in a direction and they help us understand. It's like, oh, yeah, that is what I want. And and I believe it really gives us a place for our inner voice to teach us. our, Our crazy leprechaun voice is so often running amok in our head. Just rambling and rambling and rambling. Sometimes we just need to sit down and listen to that inner voice. I think that's the time that I'm often able to get clearer during the day is when I spend you know, the time, 30 minutes or so, spending in peace and quiet, studying the scriptures, praying, etc. That's, that's where I get my peace. So I want you to go to have fun creating those lists. Just go have an enjoyable time and play with it. Say, okay, like, 
I think Joseph's crazy, but I'll give it a try. You're not too late. You're not too anything. All you have to do is just show up. Show up. Start living the life that you desire. And good things will happen. Trust yourself. Trust trust what you do. And remember that you're human, you're going to make mistakes. It's okay. So yeah, go have, go have fun making those lists. Once again, I'm your host of the Happy and Single podcast, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And if what I've said today really resonates with you and you'd like to have a deeper conversation, you're welcome to reach out to me and either in my uh, direct messages on the It's Possible Guy on Instagram, and you know maybe we we can set something up. I and if that's you, I look forward to meeting with you. And you know, and if you just enjoy listening, that's totally cool too. So once again, I'm Joseph Anderson, and this is Happy and Single. Go go have an amazing adventurous day. Yeah.